there's tons of people out there that want to lose weight and they genuinely want to. They wish that they would, but somewhere there, you've got to put in the effort to actually do it. All right, my friends, welcome back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, founder here at the Fit Father Project and host of the Fit Father Project podcast. And before I hit play and start recording this episode, I was sharing some words with the man who I have on here today. And this man truly, out of perhaps maybe all the guests we've had on here, at least in my heart, epitomizes what it means to be a fit father. His story rocks me to my core. And I was telling Jeff when he was expressing how grateful he was to be on here, how grateful I am to have him on here. Because all of the work my team and I puts tirelessly into building this program, Jeff is the product. He is the fruit from the tree we've planted. And the impact that he has had in his family, in his community, and in his own heart makes all the work worth it. So Jeff, welcome to the Fit Father Project podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Please introduce yourself, your name, your age, where are you from? Uh, what you do for work, a little bit about your family, and then let's get into your Fit Father journey. Sounds great. Thanks so much for having me. My name is Jeff Shipman. I'm 53 years old. I live in Columbia, South Carolina, and I actually pastor a local church here. I have for 20 plus years, and it's been great. I have a beautiful wife. Her name is Allison, and we've been married for 29 years. We just celebrated, which is awesome. Can't believe she put up with me that long, but she has. And I have three wonderful kids. Cade's my oldest, he's 21, Grayson, who's 17, and then Hope, my daughter, is 15. And it's been a great journey, and I'm really thankful for Fit Fathers and excited to be on here today. Jeff, we're so happy to have you. Take us back. What brought you to the Fit Father Project? Because I know you tried many things, you know, you knew you wanted to get healthier, but what were your some of your deep motivations for starting this program? Yeah, that's a great question. I think I think for me, whenever I go back, I graduated college and continued to work out but just over the years I just put on a few pounds a year and it wasn't a lot but just over the years all of a sudden from college to when I started the program I had put on 70 pounds so <laughs> that's a lot of weight how tall are you by the way five seven that's with my shoes on and a little bit extra padding <laughs> and so I'd gotten up to 194 last year about this time actually and just that was just too close to 200 for my comfort and things were starting to hurt knees were starting to hurt shoulders back just different things as I tried to exercise and maintain and so that was one of the motivations for me to begin to figure figure out something different I'd been trying to run my own play for years and I just kept thinking I was in my 20s and if I just worked out a little bit harder that I'd lose the weight, and finally I woke up 70 pounds lighter and uh, heavier and realized my plan's not working. And so I Googled workouts for guys over 50. So I don't know what your secret sauce is there on it, but you guys showed up, and I just started reading. I started looking at the information. I thought, this is not like having me eat 50 lemons and you know do 5,000 burpees or something. It seemed reasonable, and I thought, this program seems like it works and seems like something I can do. And I pretty soon learned both ways. If you don't work the plan, the plan doesn't work. But if you'll work the plan, the plan works. 
When was the moment you joined and, and what were some of those early days like for you when you signed up for Fit Father and you start implementing some of the strategies that we talk about here on the podcast, on our YouTube channel and our programs? So in June, I really felt like I had to draw a line in the sand. So I started kind of on my own trying to do things and I, I let that fly for about three months. And that's whenever I joined Fit Fathers in August of last year. And then I just started I just looked in my mind and said, I'm going to do whatever they tell me to do. And so I watched all of your videos. <laughs> and There's a lot. There's I'm like, how does this man have time to do all these videos? <laughs> it's incredible. And just started researching things, began implementing the, the workouts in the gym. I was the goofball that had a pad of paper in the gym, writing down stuff and just started doing that. And the funny thing is my boys started working out with me. So first, my oldest son began to work out with me, and it just kind of grew from there. It was just great kind of implementing it. I will say they didn't pick up on the nutrition, but they did pick out up on the workout stuff, and that that really began to be a game changer, um, not just for fitness, but for our family. I'd be remiss in not mentioning a very key detail in your story, and that's that you've been working with one of our coaches, Catherine, or Cat as we call her through this journey. And I think one of the things we, we realized early on in running thousands of guys through this program is it's not just the information, you know, it's not just the meal plan of the workouts. All, you, know, you can find information online. It's about the overall structure, the accountability, the camaraderie, the relationship, and, and the people that hold you accountable. So I would love for you to share what it's been like working with Catherine and working with someone who really cares about you and, and the kind of container that's created in your life for this program. That part's been amazing. I don't know how I'd run this program without her. You know, in the beginning of the coaching relationship with Kat, it was primarily information. It was tidbits of, hey, here's this thing that you need to think about or do this and silly stuff like, hey, if you heat a Quest bar for 28 seconds in the microwave, it'll be decent to eat. And She's right. It's so funny. Just the other night, my wife ate one and she's like, you know, Kat's right about that. You know, that's actually really decent. So that started that and that was helpful. And I think there was something in the accountability that I had to report each week. Here's this person I don't know. I'm never going to meet, or at least I didn't think I would ever meet. But just having another person on the other line that was pulling for you. And that toward the end was the biggest piece because she just kept encouraging me. And that was probably the biggest piece was that now I had this encouragement of somebody else who's cheering me on, who's pushing me, who, if I'm honest, one time kind of got in my face a little bit, but in a good way, like I needed it. And that was really the game changer. The information was incredibly helpful because I needed that. There's a lot of things I learned, a lot of things about the exercises that I didn't know that I couldn't do when I was 20 but I could still get health benefits. I just needed to tweak some things. And so the lifting and the, and the form, I never had to worry about form when I was younger, all of a sudden, and those pieces were helpful, but I wouldn't have made it without the motivational piece and without the coaching. And so I couldn't encourage guys enough that are out there struggling with motivation. I did, I do. And I need that other person pushing me a little bit. And the fact that Fit Fathers provides that to me is, is incredibly amazing. So I'm thankful for that. It's just so important. I mean, for some reason, in all other areas of our lives, we are used to having camaraderie, partners at work, partners in our home with our spouses. But for fitness, for some reason, I think a lot of guys think they need to go this journey alone. 
And it's just not true. And when you do connect with other people, the meaning that can come out of that is absolutely incredible. And I know that's a two-way street because getting to know your family and your story has impacted Catherine's life and my life in a much deeper way. And if you're open to it, I would love to hear a little bit about the transformation contest you joined with us in January of this year. We said, hey, you know, we have this contest and, you know, the first place winner gets prizes. We have second and third place prizes and and you signed up, but I think you signed up for reasons deeper than just improving your fitness. And if you're open to sharing, I would really love to hear because I think this is where, you know, a lot of the heart comes into your story. When I started the contest in January, so I started at 194 and I was down to 177. And my goal initially, whenever I did the first intake and I was writing out vision statement and mission statement and goals, where do you want to be? I'd put down 170. And frankly, that was just kind of out of the hat because I couldn't even remember what, what 170 felt like. So I thought, that's a pretty big chunk, but it's not so much that it would take me forever to get there. And so maybe that's a good goal. And so I set that. So I'm about seven pounds away from that when I start this journey on the contest. And I thought, I don't have that much weight to lose. I'm not going to win a contest, but I'm so competitive. I tell folks at our church, I'm beating you at stuff that you don't even know we're playing. <laughs> I'm just competitive. And I thought, that little competition, and I can play some head games with myself, and that'll be enough motivation to kind of get this final piece off. And so that's what started. Well, about two weeks into the contest, my son was diagnosed when he was born with an illness called cystic fibrosis. It affects the lungs and digestive, and there's no cure, and it is it is something that qualifies him for Make-A-Wish, which is not what any parent wants to hear. But nonetheless, for him, from his perspective, as a 17-year-old now, he's going, that's the one good thing about CF, is we get Make-A-Wish. And so we were planning to go to Hawaii, but then COVID derailed that. And the Make-A-Wish group has been incredible. We're so thankful for them. But they can't help the fact that COVID changed the travel arrangements. And he had been in the program long enough to where he was aging out. And so it just wasn't going to happen. So he came downstairs and I can remember seeing his face. And as a dad, it breaks your heart because he's he struggled so much for his whole life with this. And I remember him looking at me and him going, Dad, the one good thing about CF just got taken away from me. And I remember sitting there and looking at him and all of a sudden, I don't know why, because I hadn't re honestly really thought about the contest. The contest came into my mind and I looked at him and I said, Grayson, we're about to make our own wish. We're about to make our own wish. We're going to win this contest. And so he committed to working out with me, which on a side note, for CF kids, they found that exercise, particularly weightlifting, is incredibly good for them. And they struggle with maintaining their body weight. And I took him actually to the doctor after we'd been lifting weights and following the program. And he had put on 15 pounds in three months, which was awesome. Like his doctors were like, what in the world? I go, fit fathers. <laughs> I go, we're running the game, fit fathers. Now, there was also some drugs that had changed, but that combination... But more than just the fitness, I began to watch his confidence rise. It's just in our camaraderie for us. One of the things for me with my son is we just had not connected. Like my older son and I, we both like cars. We both like basketball. We both we just have a lot of common interests. But with my middle son, with CF, we didn't have that. But he loves weightlifting, which is great. And he's got Eye of the Tiger. I mean, I love it. And I'm jealous because he's gaining on me. I mean, he's I'm not sure going to he beat is. dad. 
he ain't gonna beat pops i got old man strength like he ain't gonna beat me but he's gaining i'm staying the same and he's gaining and so that's been a wonderful part of the journey that just trickled kind of into our whole family and so that became a motivation and one of the things that he said to me as we were kind of ending the nearing the end of the contest because i really still um didn't think I'd lost enough weight for other guys that I saw that were just losing tons of weight. And I didn't really know the criteria for the judging. I was like, Grayson, I just don't want you to be disappointed in this whole thing. And he looked at me and he said, Dad, you've worked so hard. So he saw me. I mean, I was doing three a days. I mean, I was walking, um, then play tennis, and then I'd lift weights. And a lot of times then I'd walk again at night. Like, he saw his dad busting it up at five in the morning going to the gym. And that translated into some really incredible bonding for with my son that I don't know how to got that otherwise. I think that's what for me when I hear that like that's fit father in a nutshell. You transformed and by your example you're able to bring your family along and through the seeds of that your son is able to blossom into his next chapter. And then we show up at your house a couple of days ago. What happened there? My oldest son told me last night he goes dad I literally thought you had a heart attack. I can't describe to you the emotions and feelings that I had. I just, I had to, I literally laid down. It was so, here's your team standing at my door and I'm laid out in front of my door going, what's happened? My mind couldn't get my head around, number one, that these fit father folks that are like celebrities to me because I just see them on a screen are standing in my front door and here's Kat, who I've only seen via Zoom, and she didn't think I knew who she was. I was like, I knew who you were. <laughs> I knew that. But I, but my brain couldn't, I couldn't put it all together. And they're holding this big check. And I was just overwhelmed. It was just like the full journey from me battling my own inner demons, which was a lot of the issue. Actually, some of the biggest things that helps with the exercises around mission statement, the stuff that I thought was goofy. I don't know if I'm going to do this or not. Like, I uncovered some things there that were quite troubling about identity and who I thought I was, mm -hmm. and that had to shift. Mm -hmm. But that, to my family, like literally my whole family, all five of us go to the gym together now, including my wife, who's joined Fit Mothers, and she's a rock star. She's crushing it. And all of those pieces changing, and then it just kind of come into fruition with the contest. It was just, I think it was just all of that together just completely overwhelmed me. Before we got on today, I was just looking at pictures of you and your family in the gym, taking those selfies. And it's kind of indescribable, just the joy and the love in that. And I, one thing I had the opportunity to realize really early on in my life is that this physical medium that we're gifted, our bodies and our ability to use them is like a gateway for so much emotional, spiritual, mental growth. And it's, it's and especially when we do it with other people. So I'm, I'm just so overjoyed for you and your entire family. I mean, you're not just a fit father, you're a fit family now. And I'm, I'm sure that wasn't something you intended to happen when you joined a weight loss program for guys over 50 looking for workouts, but it's kind of the inevitable result when you go all in. And I would love to talk a little bit more about some of the shifts in perhaps your mindset and in, in, in the mission statement stuff, because it's really easy for us to sit here and talk about the kinds of workouts we do and how it might be a little different than we had done in your 20s or maybe some of the nutrition stuff. But what holds a lot of guys back is the stuff in between the ears and your relationship in your heart to your why 
I'd love to hear about what this mission statement process, which, you know, I bring guys on here all the time and, and, and I hear it a lot. I thought this mission statement stuff was gimmicky. I thought reflecting into this was, you know, just, ah, I skipped it. But you ended up doing it because you're all in and I'm going to follow this to a T. Why do you think that's been so important to you? Well, I was sharing with the team when they were here this week. One of the things that happened to me, so I took the questions and I had them kind of on my iPad and then I have a little paper journal and it helps me to write. And so I'm writing and one of the questions said something about your identity or something like that. I can't remember how it was worded, but I remember distinctly writing in my journal, I'm a quitter. And it's almost like I felt like somebody else wrote that because now I'm standing back looking at going, whoa, what in the world? Like if you had asked me an hour before, do you think you're a quitter? I would have said no. But then for some reason through the exercise, as I'm just writing and reflecting, and then I begin to think about as the questions are starting to prompt me, is there evidence that I'm not a quitter? And I just write outside on the periphery of my journal, I started writing, I haven't quit my church. I haven't quit my family. I haven't quit my marriage. And I just started writing all the things that I haven't quit. And I realized that I had let a verb become a noun. I'd let something that I've done define who I am. I have quit. The honest truth is I've quit with diets and plans and nutrition. and work. I have quit, but I'm not a quitter. And I'd let that define me. And I was completely unaware of it before the program and that had to shift. And that's one of the things that Kat kept calling, calling me back to is reminding me, go back to your mission statement. Uh, second thing she would do is, you know, anytime, because she knew that, anytime I would quit or have a slip, she would go, but you're not a quitter. So get back on there. And we had little phrases that we would use. She would tell me to giddy up, go get this and you got this and I'm cheering you on. And all of a sudden, that began to reframe to where somewhere I can't tell you when, but I can tell you that my mindset shifted to go, I'm the guy that gets back up when it's hard. I'm the guy that does the things that nobody else wants to do. I began to shift. And one of the things I started telling my kids when we go into the gym, I go, there'll be people that are more fit and that are more have more strength than us, but nobody will work harder than us in the gym today. We will outwork everyone. And we just began to have that mindset and then that opened up the conversations for them. So one of the things with these teenagers, I'm trying to get them to figure out like life doesn't just hand you stuff. Like you've seen how hard I've had to work. Number one, don't get yourself in that shape where you have to work that hard. But number two, that's what it's about. Creating a mission statement, creating goals, and then having the discipline to actually follow through. I go, there's tons of people out there that want to lose weight. And they genuinely want to. They wish that they would. But somewhere there, you've got to put in the effort to actually do it. And so that's been a constant conversation. So the mission statement was helpful for me, but it's also been helpful for our family as we've been trying to teach our teenagers what this looks like. So I'm incredibly thankful for that piece from Fit Fathers. I want to reflect on something there because it really tracks with my personal experience, especially as after my dad passed, getting really passionate about lifting weights as a young man, one of the beautiful things about this for kids in particular is with exercise and health in general, when you start to put in effort, you go to the gym, you push your strength, you get a tangible output. So it teaches you one of the greatest life lessons is, is you get out what you put in and you put the effort and you get this and, and that translates to anything you do in life. So I'm really excited for your kids because I think that 
this is going to be a bedrock for them excelling and, and achieving in all areas of life. And I'm sure, you know, I'm thinking about Grayson right now as I'm saying this, and he's underneath the squat bar, right? And I mean, those last few reps when a lot of his body is telling him to quit, but his mind is, I'm not a quitter. You know, that's the kind of stuff that, man, I mean, he's going to be unstoppable and he already is, you know, so it's, it's a beautiful thing. I want to get into a couple of the details, Jeff, because I think the the mission statement and the mindset piece and in, in creating a new identity is is a big part of success, but I know you just didn't use willpower to get here. What about this plan and the kind of stuff that you've learned uniquely in your routine? Let's talk about nutrition first. I think it's an area where a lot of guys struggle. What's made this more sustainable for you than, let's just say, a diet that you might have tried in the past? I found food that I like, even the snacks, the different Quest bars. And so you get, there's so many options. I just went on Amazon and just started buying stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ooh, I don't like that. I do like this. Because one of the things I realized, if it's something I don't like, I won't keep it up. I will do it for a week, maybe two, if I'm really motivated. It's questionable. But for the long haul, because I was looking for something, and one of the things that happened early on in this, I looked at my wife and I go, this is too hard. I can't do this again. So whatever I do, it's got to be something, a play that I can run beyond just, hey, I lost 20 pounds. Like it's gotta be a play that I could run forever. And so that's what I was looking for. So from the shakes to the snacks, and then the, honestly, the, the perfect plate, it's so simple. But I'm like, I can do that anywhere. And I've just learned how at any restaurant, uh, because with my job, I do eat out a good bit. And I've just learned how to order the perfect plate. And that's doable. And it's it's delicious. The other thing that happened that's been the biggest, the biggest benefit probably my wife would say is I started cooking. So <laughs> she loves that. I, huh? Yeah. And I'm not a great cook, but I just, I can follow recipes and I just started firing up the grill and cooking lean meats and doing that kind of thing. And the crazy thing is all of a sudden our family was around the dinner table together for a longer period of time. I got three teenagers that wouldn't look at their phone and would talk for 30 minutes. Not three hours, right? Okay, so it's it's not utopia here. But like <laughs> for me, the fact that their phone is put away and they're sitting there and they're done eating and could be off with their friends, but they're sitting at the table. I hope they never watch this because they'll realize they're doing it and stop. <laughs> but, <laughs> we'll but, censor uh, this or something. <laughs> that's the kind of thing that came out of the program for us. Like the benefits, I mean, I, I can't name them all. Yeah. I think it's so fundamental to food and family. I mean, it, it's kind of like the core of what we've done. Maybe you can think back to the earliest men and women around a fire cooking some food and spending time together. And it's unfortunately something I see that we've lost because of fast food and because of phones and this kind of like being around all the time lifestyle. And it is amazing what happens when you get some simple, healthy food that your family loves and you gather everybody around and people like it and then they spend more time and then the relationships deepen. And then it creates an environment of positivity and health that reinforces everything. So instead of having this backwards backsliding momentum, you can have this forward snowballing momentum. And it seems like that's what your family's achieved. And that's incredible. Another question I have for you, Jeff, is, and this is going to be specific to you, as a leader of of a church, as a man of God, how has this program impacted the spiritual dimension of your life? 
both in leadership in the church, but with also your personal relationship? What have been the changes there? Yeah, that's a great question. I think for me, one of the things Paul talks about is he talks about over and over how our body and our spirit are not separate, that we're connected beings. And my physical body, when I feel well, has a spiritual dynamic and dimension to it. And I think as a pastor, I had undervalued that. Paul says that I buffet my body, I discipline my body, and that has a spiritual, he's not doing it just so he'll stay in shape or win a fitness contest, he's doing that because spiritually there are overtones and there are benefits. So one of the things I think that's been a spiritual benefit, a number of people in our congregation, I think about half of our church now has joined the gym. <laughs> so the, I think our uh, local gym owes you guys some kind of commission or something. And it's so much so that whenever I go in there, I have to allot extra time because I'm going to be seeing our people and connecting, <laughs> which is great. And I love that. But that's been uh, a spiritual piece. The second piece that I would say is that one of the dynamics that happens is when you are disciplined physically, there's something that happens to you spiritually, And so one of the things that's happened to me that's been incredible is I started the walking. So one of the things that I read was saying, hey, walk after your meals and do this and it will help you. Well, I actually started just prayer walking. And something about being active with my body and something where I'm not having to think about it, but it frees my mind and my spirit to connect to God in a deeper way than I had before. And for me, I tend to be a guy that's very driven and I needed that pull out of gear. I'm walking. I'm not doing something that's incredibly strenuous. But that has freed my mind and my heart to connect to God in a deeper way. And then the third thing I would say is, I think as a leader, I'm called to set an example. I mean, Paul says, hey, both in Philippians chapter 3 and chapter 4, he talks about, you didn't just follow my teaching. You followed my way of life. Like, I was leading you. It was that Christianity isn't just this content that I give you to listen to. It's something I'm modeling and I'm living. And I think being able to do that for our bodies given me a greater influence and ability to lead and encourage our church. And so there's a, a ton of spiritual benefits that, if I'm honest, I didn't think about on the, on the front end. And I really don't know how to graph it, but I do feel like my head's clearer my heart's clearer, I mean spiritually, as a result of being more in shape physically. And so I don't know how that mind-body connection's there, but we know it's the reality. Scientists more and more are showing whenever we are overweight and when we don't feel well that our spiritual and our mental health suffers as a result of that. And so we've been talking about that actually in our church and teaching that to our body through this process. my exact personal experience too. Jeff, what's next for you? I mean, you're at this amazing point right now. What's next in in your future as a fit father, as a leader, as a husband, as all of these things? Yeah. Well, the first thing that I did is I signed me and my boys up for a Spartan race. So that's coming up on August the 1st. I just thought something about, number one, I've got to stay in shape. So I've got to to stay after it, uh, be a motivator. But secondly, just... Having that experience of my boys being covered in mud, I think, would be a fun story to have. You know, I don't know, in terms of fit fathers, what the future looks like. I really hope that I can be an ambassador, an encouragement to other guys, because I just, I struggled. I struggled up and down, and and I'm painting it like a little better picture right now, but Kat would tell you that 
I really struggled with motivation. With quit. It was an up-and-down process for me, and so I really hope I can help other guys with that. I love seeing the Facebook feeds and guys just getting after it. It's just so encouraging. I think that's a great platform and encouragement. I just want to keep up the workouts with my kids as long as they're around before they head out. I know it's a short window of time I have them, but getting that time with them is, is priceless as a dad. We're sitting here on this podcast. My son just texted me, when are we going to the gym today? So they know that's the part. As a matter of fact, when your team came in, part of the way my family tricked me is because we were going to the gym together. And I already had my workout clothes on <laughs> thinking I was going to the gym and and I wasn't. So I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know what God has uh, for me in this arena, but I want to steward or manage well what God's given me. I'll tell you this, it sounds like you already are with this conversation, with your family, with your church. I'm grateful to have you as a part of our brotherhood. Truly, Jeff, you're a wonderful man. I'm thankful for Fit Fathers. You guys have done more than you know, more than I expected, and I'm incredibly grateful. You guys have been gracious, encouraging all along the way. I can't say thank you enough to you and the whole team. Thanks, Jeff. Anything else we'd like to close with here? Any closing thoughts? You know, maybe to guys who are listening to this, who are either on their journey or maybe thinking about starting, maybe some stuff that you would have told yourself as you were getting going. And maybe even during those times when, you know, this journey hasn't been just straight up, there's been zigs and zags during those, those times when you're on the downswing, what would you share? Just don't give up. Just keep swinging, keep trying different things. That's one of the things for me, the coaching uh, piece came in at just the right time because I was really struggling. And so whether it's getting on the Facebook uh, group and pouring your heart out there, finding a local workout partner, or taking advantage of the coaching, like some way, again, it's just the way I'm wired, but I think most of us are wired. Like we need somebody in our corner that's motivating us and pulling for us. And, you know, getting my kids to do Apex 10 was tough. (laughs) So I remember distinctly at one point, we were going to the gym and we were going different directions. I got my kids to do those workouts once. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, no, we're not doing it. And I remember, and this is a testimony to the program to you guys. I, I was following the program. And so I would walk into the gym and my kids would go to the squat racks and I would go over to the kettlebells. Mm-hmm. And Kat said, What are you doing that for? This is fit fathers. You only get this opportunity for so long with your kids. Go join your kids. I don't know how many fitness programs do that. I think most fitness programs have said just run the play. One of the things I said in my interview is I may not have lost the most weight, but I won (laughs) the biggest with my family. And that's because fit fathers and the way you guys coached, encouraged, and built this program. And I did get in shape in the midst of it. I mean, it did help to go to the squat rack. It wasn't like I went to the donut shop, right? (laughs) (laughs) But that would be the piece is just find somebody, like keep swinging, keep clawing, don't give up. Find somebody to help run a different play. I mean, one of the things that I did that I think all guys do, I had in my mind, I could work out a little bit harder and eat a little bit more. And I ran that play for a bunch of months and the scale didn't move and I was mad. And then finally, Kat, that's when she pushed me pretty hard. She goes, when are you going to run the play? Mm -hmm. And you know what magically happened when I ran the play? (laughs) Magic. 
<laughs> the scale began to move. And so if I, if I could ever be a help to any of the guys out there struggling, please don't hesitate. I'll make time for you. And that's the truth. And I want to end with this. For any guy listening, when you join Fit Father Project, you're joining a brotherhood. And we don't say that lightly. It's not just our coaching staff. You're getting Jeff Shipman. You're getting Lee Spock, Glenn Page, Andre Aubrey. You're getting all these guys we've interviewed here on this podcast. This is your new community. These are your corner men. These are the people to encourage you. These are the people that you can watch their journeys and see the similarities. And the good, the bad, the ugly. All of it. Because this is real. And this is your life. And you can take it back. That's why we're so passionate about this idea of taking the hill. Like Jeff's saying, you're swinging. You're going after it. We'd be privileged to help you. So Jeff, thanks for coming on here and pouring out your heart. I can't wait to release this episode. Let's get it out here because my heart's just so full listening to this. I'll end with God bless you and your family. Thanks for being the man we built this program for, and I can't wait to see what the future holds for all of you. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything is made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Father Project to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.